and welcome to the Incredible Witness Podcast. Today's episode is titled, How to Answer Difficult Questions. If you're going to give great evidence at court, you're going to have to be good at answering difficult questions. How do you get good at answering difficult questions, you might ask? Well, the first thing you have to do is to be in a good, balanced state of mind or attitude. If you're not in a balanced state of mind, whatever you have allowed to interfere with your sense of equilibrium will impact on your ability to listen attentively to the questions asked of you. And yes, I do mean whatever you have allowed to upset you, because it's your choice how you respond to external events or incidents. Listening is a key skill in so many areas of your life. When your capacity to listen is impaired, you do not hear properly, or you mishear, misread or misinterpret whatever is being asked of you. So the greater your ability to listen calmly and attentively, the better chance you have of answering questions put to you. Listening, though, is just one of the skills you need to be good at. Once you have heard the question fully, I mention this because it is easy to rush in to answer questions when anxious, before you have heard the the whole question. Then you need to have the capacity to calmly think through the best way to answer the question and then answer it. When answering questions, it is not only important to be conscious of what you're saying, it's equally important to think about the way you say it. Always remember that your body language gives off clear signals to others. And to be effective when answering questions, your body language has to be consistent with your verbal response. Now, if you're going to answer difficult questions, you're going to be helped tremendously by asking yourself a question. What makes a question difficult or appear difficult? In my experience, questions are difficult when you're not prepared for them because you're not in an appropriate emotional state or you have not taken the time to think through how to answer certain questions, either prior to being in the witness box or whilst in it. Questions are difficult when they come from an angle you have not had, you had not expected or highlight an error which is totally new to you or unfair or unfamiliar to you. It's important to remember you do not have to rush to answer questions. It is in your interest to take your time and think it through. Nothing at all is to be gained by rushing, so do not rush or allow yourself to be rushed. Often you may be wired by silences, but it is not your role to fill any gaps or silences, so do not feel forced into rushing to say something you have not properly thought through. This is something you just have to learn to cope with. And you may be thinking, why don't it look bad on me if it takes too long to answer? My answer to that is, it's better to take your time and answer the question properly than fail to answer it by answering it poorly and placing yourself in problems because you rushed in due to worry about taking too long to respond. It pays to always remember this saying, fools rush in. Wiser people take their time to understand what's being asked of them and what pitfalls or traps may be lying round the corner just out of sight. A lot of times you can make things difficult for yourself by not being open enough or being too willing to oppose what's being suggested. Let me give you an example. I was once asked a couple of questions that went like this. Mr Watson, it seems to me that you undertook this assessment and completed it very hastily. You started and finished it within four weeks, didn't you? 
Yes, I did, I replied. So would it be fair to say you were quite rushed? My reply to him was, It would be fair to say I am always rushed. Now I could have answered that question by choosing to deny his assertion, because what he was angry at was that I hadn't done a good enough assessment or had made mistakes because I had rushed to complete it. But there was no need to do so, because he was correct. I did do the assessment quite quickly, as there was not much time, so it would not have been wise to deny the reality. However, I sidestepped his trap he had set for me by stating that I am always rushed, which was true, and meant that he could not then argue I was any more rushed than I am normally. So the quality of my assessment was not, I would have argued, significantly impacted by the time I take I had given myself to complete it. A tip in answering questions is to be like water. In other words, go with the flow unless you have a good or strong reason to challenge or deny any assertion. And then make sure, if you deny or disagree with what's being said, that you can back it up, that you can back up your argument with supporting evidence. To put it another way, you don't need to fight every battle to win the war. The important thing is to figure out what battles to fight and what to go with the flow with. Following on from this point, if you have prepared properly for giving evidence, then you should be aware of any events or issues that you are likely to be challenged about during cross-examination. Let's say, for instance, that you made an error of judgment some time ago. Then the wisest thing to do is acknowledge it in your written evidence, explaining that you've since thought it thought about it more and would do things differently in the future. If, however, you haven't not done so, and that those cross-examine you seek to profit from it, as long as you are clear it is an error, then you should immediately accept your error and make it clear you have learned from it. What it is unwise to do is to, is to deny responsibility, blame another and seek to argue with those cross-examining you. That is when you exacerbate a potentially difficult question and dig a hole for yourself that you are highly likely to fall into and then will have great difficulty climbing out of. Another point to make is that you always have to be aware of, of the way barristers ask you questions. They will often ask a question that points you in a, in a or paints you in a less than f- positive light. For you to be able to answer the question properly, you will either have to acknowledge your mistake or explain fully the reason behind your behaviour, which on the surface shows you up in a negative way. Here it is crucial that you recall and have the evidence to put into context, context exactly what had been happening which made you take the action or actions you did. If, for example, you are frequently being bombarded by abusive or controlling messages, when this is explained, your behaviour, such as not responding to many messages, becomes understandable when provided with the context of what has been occurring. It is also necessary to be aware that those cross-examining you may lull you into a false sense of security by asking you easier or non-contentious questions that almost automatically get you answering yes to them repeatedly. Then, without warning, they may ask you a trickier, more difficult question, which catches you off guard. There's a lot to concentrate on when being cross-examined, but always try to be aware of where the barrister is leading you. Often one question, or a series of questions, 
is setting you up for, for a fall or trap and you have to be aware of pitfalls so you can re so, so you can negotiate your, your path around them and avoid ending up in a hole. But that demands of you a certain level of awareness and experience and the ability to be relaxed enough to concentrate on where you are, are being taken and simultaneously answer questions that avoid any traps set for you. You get good or even great by answering difficult questions by practicing doing so. But you can either do so at court when being fired questions at by barristers or you can do it via training yourself or with others, focus, focused on how you get better at it. The first thing you have to do when you go into the witness box is make yourself as comfortable as possible. Here it helps to have mentally and emotionally rehearsed feeling in a calm state repeatedly. There are, difficult there are different techniques you can use to generate a state of calmness, such as deep breathing or picturing an image which re represents serenity for you. For example, watching the waves in the sea ebb in and out on a beach. When asked a question, it's vital you listen to it attentively. Then you have to sift through the possible answers you could give and choose that which best addresses itself to the question is consistent with what's in the child's best interest, your evidence overall, and is supported by the evidence before the court. When answering questions, the person cross-examining you may interrupt you and hurl another question at you, or respond abruptly to you. Do not rise to their bait. Instead, firmly but politely state that you had not finished answering the question, and then go on to answer it. On occasions, you may be asked to a question you simply don't know the answer to. In the event that this is the case, do not try to answer it. Be honest and state that you do not know the answer, even if you are embarrassed or a little or embarrassed as a result of your lack of knowledge. It is always better to tell the truth than lie in an attempt to, to save face, because people who lie in court and are discovered to have lied are highly unlikely to be seen as reliable witnesses. Sometimes you may be asked a question that you can't answer because you weren't physically there at the time. So you need to, to simply explain that. The best thing to do is to follow this simple rule. If you didn't see it personally, you have to state that. You may also be asked questions that you feel you could have a stab at answering, but no, you're not really qualified to answer and under such circumstances, you should say so. If you do not have that knowledge or expertise to answer that question, there's no shame in admitting it. To sum up, practice being in a calm emotional state and get good at it so that you don't allow the external actions of others to affect your serenity. Listening carefully to the entire question is essential. Do not rush to answer questions Take your time to think about what you want to say and say only what you want to say. Preparation and practicing answering all types of questions from different angles is key here. When practicing, be aware of your body language. Look in the mirror when practicing or ask someone for feedback. Always try to be aware where the person cross-examining you is leading you. A great tip when answering questions is to be like water and go with the flow, unless there is a good reason not to. 
If you've made an error, acknowledge it immediately and never seek to deny responsibility, blame or criticise others. When answering questions, particularly when being painted in a negative light, explain the context fully so the court can make make sense of it. If you do not know an answer, say you don't know. Do not take a stab at answering questions. Never lie when answering questions. Thank you.